Welcome to the North Street Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This podcast is an attempt to connect the people of North Street Community Church in Canton, Pennsylvania with each other and beyond as we interview people and talk about various subjects. I hope this can be a time of encouragement and discipleship as you listen. Enjoy. Hello again and welcome to the North Street Podcast. I'm here, Ben Hess. Yep, and I'm here too, Keegan Wright. And we're uh, recording this. Uh, we, Sorry for the uh, no interview as far as a guest today, but uh, Keegan and I are here. And we'll, we'll have some guests lined up in the future here. We and, tried for today. Bless our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get some more guests on here because I know some of you guys are probably sick and tired of hearing me, just me and Keegan <laughs> and all of our opinions or whatever. Right. Um, so, so we're here. And uh, so how you doing, Keegan? You I'm know? doing all right. Doing yeah, all right? just kind of um, been a bit of a, a slump, I guess, if I'm honest this week. Just okay. to, yeah, trying to... Uh, Trying to do a little more than just survive this pandemic, I guess, and yeah, and kind of sometimes this week, or past week or two, has just kind of felt like just surviving it rather than and then uh, really seeing what Jesus is doing and and being a part of it. Yeah, and, yeah, kind of. That's like that's my heart. Is I know Jesus is doing something, and I just want to know what He's doing and be a part of what He's mm-hmm. doing. Um, so yeah, to be honest, I guess just a little bit in a slump but. yeah i think we're all going through different times like that some of us um you know we're struggling with different feelings and and uh we want to feel like we're part of something we want to feel like we're um yeah not just operating out of our uh reserves trying to hang on and survive but actually trying to embrace the moment and see what you know have have something more positive coming out of our situation and so yeah that's definitely that's hard that can be really hard and especially right now with all the different opinions and you know we have chosen not to have our normal church services at this time right uh and yet uh we are encouraging people to you know get together if they can we are doing some small groups here uh one small group here in the morning on sunday mornings Mm -hmm. um and it, you know, limiting the size number and that kind of thing. Right. Uh, I'm doing it this week, and I'm planning on uh, probably end up going outside. I'm not sure yeah. at this point, but mm-hmm. probably we'll end up doing it outside. Just you know, that extra measure of uh, safety, but also just it's not so much like just the safety part, but it's really embracing the moment and saying, yeah. you know what, let's do it outside. It's it's yeah. fun, you know. Like we can't it's different. Pra- we can't practically do that when we meet with a whole, you know, 150 people yeah. or whatever. But when it's 25, you can do that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's and cool. maybe in the future we will do it outside. Yeah. I, I don't know. know as a whole church, yeah. you know, that that might be something to that think about. Cool. So we'll um, we're just trying to be flexible, just yeah. trying to be open to what God has for us. Sure. In this. And uh, and so yeah, it, it, it it's it's definitely not easy. There's definitely yeah. hard days and good days and yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, today we're inside right now, but uh, I'm looking outside and it's sunny. It is nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you like to go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I enjoy just getting out, going hiking. Yeah. Getting away. 
Uh, I used to do a lot of mountain biking. I used to do some running. Yeah. I used to. Is yeah. the key word there. <laughs> key words. Me too. I did run twice this year. So oh, that's, wow. Uh, yeah. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you run to the kitchen or well, dining room? Oh, well, I do that every day. But, uh, yeah, okay. but I did, did go for an actual exercising run twice this year. So Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, uh, nice. Yeah. And I, I will say, most of the time when I'm fishing, it's just hiking because I don't catch things, but that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's still fun to get out and and uh, just enjoy the creation of yeah uh, when i run i'm usually running my car <laughs> um <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i shouldn't say uh no i i enjoy getting out you know there's something about being outside for me um that connects me or it grounds me maybe i should say i've been thinking recently a little bit i don't know just kind of off the cuff here but I've been thinking recently a little bit about how when you're outside, uh, you're kind of in this world of like the uncontrolled, right. you know, yeah. and you're just, you realize how small you are yeah. in some sense and how little control you have, you know, the winds going, you don't have control over that. Right. There's wildlife maybe in the woods, you, you, you know, you can't, yeah. you're Bugs all over you and like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like, it grounds me because it reminds me uh, maybe who I am. Mm -hmm. Because I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, like we are part of God's creation, mm -hmm. just like the earth is, just like the trees are. Mm -hmm. We are God's handiwork, you know. And um, and so it reminds me that I am His creation, mm -hmm. and that uh, and sometimes I think we surround ourselves with man-made things which are great but they're not really creations they're recreations we're taking something that god has already made and forming it into something else like a house say um and i think sometimes we just need to step out into nature and remind ourselves that we are not gods mm -hmm. but we are creatures created by a loving god right. um and that we are, uh, you know, the the original commandment to Adam was, you know, work, work the garden, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, that was before the fall. And so, just understanding my place in this world, in yeah. that sense, that and that's not even I'm not even touching the fact that like God made us from the ground, mm -hmm. and the implications there um, yeah. that in some sense we are a recreation right. of the original material of this world mm -hmm. and um it's a humbling thing in some yeah. sense it may it just like i said it grounds me <laughs> that's <laughs> pun, intended. Of pun intended yeah so uh, yeah i i just love being able to get out this time of year mm -hmm. um uh you know sometimes i'm cooped up but you know just being able to get out yeah i think is it's really healthy yeah um, for for us and so i don't know if you have anything else to add to that spiritually speaking or yeah anything like that i think uh yeah so i just read like 10 minutes ago oh uh, what was that book you gave me by sky just on oh jatani um uh what's it called immeasurable immeasurable, immeasurable. yeah yeah so uh, yeah he talks about different maybe values that are uh, he calls church ink holds now like uh, okay like basically corporate church instead of just being followers of Jesus. And so this one 
the title of this little chapter was um, what was it called? Oh, like um, wastefulness. Mm-hmm. So like we we really value effectiveness and efficiency and everything kind of. Uh, because we don't want to waste anything, we say that right. we're being good stewards. But then we kind of just like if something um, doesn't have value for it, what it can produce, then we kind of throw it off, or we don't love mm-hmm. someone just because they're a person and because God mm-hmm. loved them and created them. Uh, we can start just uh, loving them if they have value for what they give uh, financially or volunteer-wise or whatever, right. and it can really subconsciously start you to stop loving people really really yeah <laughs> and so basically um one thing he said to really remember is like when god created the garden and created everything every tree that was good for fruit it also said and trees that were beautiful to the eye too like things mm-hmm. that they didn't produce fruit that you ate but they were just beautiful because god wanted to create something beautiful wow and, um, yeah so i think like that's just really important for us to um, yeah, value the little children that can't give you anything and <laughs> stuff like that. Just yeah. love them because God loves them. And um, yeah, so I, for me, like nature's kind of that way too. It's like yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's like uh, stream, you know, is good for water, but not necessarily me personally. When I go to a stream somewhere else, but it's beautiful, and so right. I enjoy that and things like that. So valuing the beauty in nature um, and. And, and recognizing it mm-hmm. as beauty, maybe, and as God's handiwork. Um, yeah, I think that's, I definitely think that's important. And, and that affects how we live. Yeah. It really does. Right. Um, now, don't get me started on litter. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's, it can be a little frustrating sometimes when you see such a beautiful landscape and then there's trash. Trash. Over somewhere you know and yeah don't go to india yeah (laughs) well i've been in other countries where there is trash everywhere and yeah you're just like wow um and and so yeah learning how to how to uh take care of what you have and also um you know and that's something i'm learning still uh i don't take care of my property probably as perfectly uh, as I could at mm-hmm. times, you know, there's some junk laying around or whatever. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, but recognizing like, yeah, this is something I should, it's a worthy pursuit. It's not, it's not for nothing. Right. Um, right. Uh, so, yeah. So, I don't know. So hopefully you guys, so hopefully anyone listening, uh, you know, if this is inspiring you to go for a walk, <laughs> get out go. there and go for a walk <laughs> shut this thing That's off it. and just go yeah, there you go. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I do find it helps me mentally mm-hmm. it helps me um, and sometimes when I just need to get out and pray or mm-hmm. refocus my life a little bit it does help in that way Yeah. Um, so there's a certain connectedness there um, I, 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 you can't always definitely don't know the full measure of it as far as uh, understanding why nature is that way but um but i think yeah it's something to, to think about and do mm-hmm. at times so let's talk about well where are you at with coronavirus right now how are uh, you going yeah <laughs> you're not sick uh, are you <laughs> no well sick of it but uh, <laughs> but i mean that's part of it too is i'm trying not to just be 
you know, we're all just tired of and ready to be over, but it's like, you know, God's allowing it to happen for a reason, so what's mm-hmm. he doing? And, um, but yeah, just kind of... Um, going along? Going along. <laughs> yeah, Trying to... Yeah. I, I'm definitely, um, you know, there's definitely a sense of, uh, from certain people, um, kind of this idea of uh, restlessness or different things like that, and just trying to learn how to grapple with right. the situation we're, we're in without, uh, yeah, and, and so it's, it can be hard, and so, um, you know, I, I, I find it interesting, and I'm not here to, I don't want to, like, judge or, like, um, you know, I guess I have to be careful a little bit. I, 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 I just want to, but I do do want to say a few things about it. Like, I think a lot of us are fearful. Um, we're fearful of a lot of different things. Um, and so whether you're actually fearful of getting sick is one thing. I think a lot of people are moving away from that locally here. Um but then there are other fears that we do have to recognize that we might have. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those is, you know, when I think about church, I think about about losing what was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, in this time from whenever it started mm-hmm. till now, you know, all that time that we haven't been having services on the weekend here at the church building. Uh, now we're starting to do more small group type things, right. uh, but you know just that loss and just grappling with that a little bit and and uh, trying to trying to process that and so it's this fear of of not getting what you know mm-hmm. we had. Um, there's sometimes fear of uh, or particularly particularly right now I do also sense uh, a fear of government in some sense mm-hmm. of government overreaching right and and so um there is some people fearful of that and i think that's something we have to recognize um and and just learn how to help each other out in that and um so i've been thinking a lot about fear and also what does fear what expunges fear or what takes away fear um you know now you talk this weekend a little bit about fear right yeah yes okay talking about fear of the lord and and yeah the two different places it can come from a little mm, bit. yeah yeah and i really like your some of your analogies about different things that um kind of this fear of like i think you used gun mm-hmm. in that sense like you you fear the gun you fear maybe what the potential of a gun could be but if you um use it correctly like you can use it in a way that's, um, you know, you respect it, you respect right. the power it has. And that's kind of the sense of the fear of the Lord in the right. sense, not that we use God, <laughs> right. but but yeah. that uh, we respect yeah. him and we're in awe of him and what yeah. he does and can do and has done. Right. I really like that. I really like thinking about that in that sense. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think... If we start with the fear of, of the Lord, yeah, like it says in the Proverbs, right? Fear, yeah. What does it say? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom or something. Yes, like that. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so. I think another another fear we have, 
um, is just of like the economy of how that's going to be and how it's affected. And especially like if you're a small business owner or whatever, that's like Mm -hmm. the biggest, yeah, biggest people struggling right now. And it's really easy for me to say something like this because I'm not a small business owner. I'm really not affected work-wise because, you know, it's, um, and, uh, but like, I've always loved the proverb uh, towards the end. It's talking about, it's this king that's like on his deathbed and he's like, don't let me be super wealthy so that I forget Mm. the Lord and then also don't let me be super poor so that um, I curse God and be like, where is he and why hasn't he provided for me? And and, um, yeah, just like, an opportunity to be in awe of God's provision. Mm. Like he's, um, numbers don't add up. There's no way we can make it through, but God can can come through and just asking for his provision. And, um, you know, sometimes we we run to God and other times we're driven there (laughs) because of circumstances. And, um, but yeah, just definitely praying for those of you with small businesses and things like that. It's a, yeah, it's a hard time. And for that daily provision, um, I think of the Lord's Prayer, you know, where Jesus, it's actually the disciples' prayer. Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray, and he's saying, give us this day our daily bread. Give us today what we need. Um, And just recognizing that daily provision saying you know what we made it through the day we made it through the week wow god has been faithful um let's just keep going one day at a time and uh yeah because that can be really hard and it's it's strange uh you know not to i don't i don't want to boast or anything but um you know i we've definitely had my wife and i've had harder financial situations depending what season of life you look right. at it um and uh yeah and, and it's always potential you, you never know when things will just completely fall apart and uh um but also learning to to trust in that so getting back to fear one of the things that uh, so there's this fear of the lord but then the lord god loves us i think that's so cool so we have this reverent respect for God, but at the same time, we understand that we can go to Him mm-hmm. uh, freely because yeah. He loves us, particularly through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Jesus came, the fact that Jesus did what He did, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for God so loved the world. Right. That's talking about us included (laughs) we're part of that (laughs) yeah we're a part of that uh all of creation i think is a part of that in some sense Uh, we see that reflected in different passages uh which maybe we should explore some other time but kind of talking about creation anyways you know creation groaning for for his return yeah um so but jesus has done all this work um and god has put this into motion because he loves us, you know, for God so loved the world. Um, he sent Jesus. So that's, um, so there's this thing of like this reverent fear and this love that brings us close to him. I often find, I was just t- talking to somebody recently about this, that what we often think of as um, 
opposites, like either or. Uh, oftentimes the Bible alludes to things where it's actually both and. Yeah. So like there's yeah. there's this weird and it's a tension. Right. It's we don't know how to always think about it, you right. know, or live with that. Yeah. But so often in life there's this tension that we're always living in. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the case even when it comes to the fear of the Lord mm-hmm. and the love of God and right. how that works together yeah um and so you know perfect love cast out fear that's a verse that's often thrown out there right um and i think that's true uh our fear of approaching god is no longer there but we still have that reverent fear for his power and that kind of thing um so yeah so i i hope that yeah some of that can be at least interesting to some of you listening yeah. <laughs> yeah. as you process your fears right. and as you process uh, the fear of God mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, so a- another aspect to the fear and, and love situation is sometimes I think, I think we're seeing it right now where there's this idea of reacting in fear mm-hmm. versus reacting in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, for some people right now, I'm just going to bring up the elephant in the room, <laughs> masks, you know, talk about, you know, now I'm not even going into the scientific or the political thing. Right. I'm just going to say in a general sense of what people, um, what different people think. And mm-hmm. so some people th- are wearing masks out of love for others. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's true. I yeah. think that's right. Um, and then there are those who are wearing masks because they're fearful. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a both and. Right. It could right. be. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of situation. But I, I just want to... I don't know. The reason I'm saying some of these things is because I want us as a church, or I, I, if I can be so bold or so... Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I just want us to be thinking about ways in which we can love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of fear talk, mm-hmm. you know, whether it is of the government or coronavirus in general or financial ruin right. and all of these things. And it, 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 it'd be really good, I think, for us to take a step back from all the noise that's out there mm-hmm. and think about how can I love my neighbor? How can I love... Uh, those in my family, right. um, my Christian brothers and sisters, right. uh, because there are a lot of people with different opinions mm-hmm. out there, and so just trying to, you know, take a step back and think about that a little bit. Yeah. One passage that I have been haunted by, mm. uh, for like the last, this was even before coronavirus happened. Right is uh, the passage in John where uh, Jesus is talking about, you know, they will know you are my disciples by uh, your love for one another. Mm-hmm. And I, I've heard that passage so many times. But the, the thing that really struck me in the last number of months uh, is that phrase at the end where it says, for one another. Yeah. Uh, 
it's not just loving your enemies. You know, sometimes we say, oh, I love my enemy. Yeah, sure, whatever. You know, the guy halfway around the world. Right. Well, okay. Um, and then, you know, for me, it's like, well, do we really even love our neighbor? <laughs> or the person we're living with, yeah. uh, you know, like our spouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, Jesus, the signifying marker of his disciple, of his disciples is their love for one another right it's not necessarily just for love of you know those outside the faith or those right. kinds of things it's actually the love for one another and i think that that has haunted me yeah um as a pastor mm-hmm. learning how to deal with that scripture yeah. <laughs> you know yeah uh, am i reflecting that am i is that what is the um is that what i consider to be the signifier of a disciple of Christ as right. a follower of Jesus, you know. Great. Um, I don't know. Yeah. One scripture, actually, I haven't thought of that in a long time, but um, I think it was the first time I led a youth group lesson, like way back, I think it was on, we were going through Philippians, and actually it might have, yeah, because I think Josh was still leading it and I was kind of helping out. And, okay. Um, this Philippians 2 4 it said, Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others, like esteeming others better than yourself. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I just thought of, uh, so often we can fall into like, well, I can't do it. Like I, I have needs right now. Mm-hmm. Like I can't um, care for somebody else because I don't, like I have needs too. And, uh, but just think about, just kind of the picture of this, like, like a, everyone in the whole world is like a big circle. It's got to start with somebody. Like, mm-hmm. if nobody, if everyone's looking out for yourself, like no one's gonna be cared for. And then ideally, if everyone's caring for someone else, it comes back full circle to you. Right. Like, and like, I feel like that's God's kind of. He wants to show His love for you through, through each other. Yeah, like His love through each, each of us. And it's got to start with us. I think a lot of times at home, like it can be like, um, you know, I really don't want to wash the dishes. I've washed the dishes the last five times, like it's her turn. Like, but if we, you know, eventually there'll be times you won't be doing much, and, yeah. and she'll be doing it all. Like, just, um, yeah, just got to start with us sometimes, loving, looking out for others, and right. You know, but even when you feel like you don't have anything to give, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have such a role to play in our world mm-hmm. to. Um, to reach out in love to others, uh, to each other, and to um, for the good for the for the good of others. Um, you know, uh, many of us may might feel kind of handicapped for some, you know, because of everything that's going on right now. Um, but really, it starts with us. Right. It starts with one person right. reaching out having that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people have commented that, you know, there are certain people that are more willing to talk right now yeah. and just take the time to talk. Maybe yeah. they have more time, yeah. you know, and uh, or people, we're starving for fellowship, right? Because we're not gathering together as a whole uh, on the weekend or whatever. Um, and so people wanna, you know, connect more personally and are more willing to talk for about their situation and different things and and so yeah i think just just 
reaching out in those ways can can really be a big big help mm-hmm. and um so yeah so hopefully that gets some people thinking a little bit um gets me thinking yeah <laughs> i'm always trying to figure out yeah all these different things but yeah. i just want to encourage people to love um mm-hmm. during this time yeah yeah i think uh a way that we can have an opportunity just to to love one another as you get to know what each other's needs are where each other's at and a big good way to do that would be to gather in small groups right Um, like you know some of us are doing that in our homes or in other homes Mm -hmm. on Sundays and stuff throughout Um, yeah I would definitely encourage that just to um, rub shoulders with each other you know not Stay six feet apart, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, and just uh, yeah, share each other's needs where you're at, and pray for one another. And um, yeah, as we have that interaction, we can know how to better love each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I do want to say, um, you know, we as elders, we've been talking about different aspects of this, trying to figure out what what's best to do, uh, what how, what to encourage people to do. Um, and at this point, we, we do encourage small groups up to 25, like, like, do it, you know. Um, and I'm, I think what we're finding at this point is that that's, people need to be invited, um, personally. And so, you know, uh, I encourage people if they're willing to reach out to do yeah. that. Um, reach out to your neighbors. Reach yeah. out to other people that you know in the church, maybe. Right. And uh, and I I just want to say personally too that people can feel free to reach out to me. Yep. Um, yeah. Same here. Same with Keegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would like we might not be able to host you, mm-hmm. but we might know somebody who would be willing to do that. Yeah. Or if you're willing to start a small group yourself, mm-hmm. um, that would help us in knowing, you know, who to connect people with if right. if that desire is out there. Yeah, we also understand that people, some people might not feel safe yet to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might not feel comfortable doing that at this point. And so uh, we just want to be a judgment-free zone mm-hmm. in that sense. Yeah. Um, we believe in the spirit mm-hmm. in the holy spirit working in each one of us and right. whatever you the spirit is putting on you we think you should follow through with that Absolutely. so if the spirit is putting on you to reach out mm-hmm. and to host a small group or to plug into a small group mm-hmm. find figure out ways you, you can do that and we will we we're willing to help you with resources to do that in whatever ways we can our goal is not to just um you know, it's not just, it, well, how do I say this? It, our goal is to, is to equip you mm-hmm. to grow spiritually. Right. Um, we're, we're not about propping our own uh, selves up. We're about equipping others to, to grow spiritually in their walk with Jesus. Right. And so whatever ways we can do that, like reach out and, mm-hmm. and, We'll try our best to figure yeah. that out. Um, yeah. And so, uh, quite honestly, some of the small groups that we do have uh, have not been fully utilized. Uh, people right. aren't going entirely. And I know some people probably won't go to anything until we would have like a full opening. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is we don't really know when that is yet. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we, we really want to encourage you guys. It's, 
whoever's listening to fellowship in some way mm-hmm. and to take that time mm-hmm. uh, of, and to be to grow spiritually be intentional in that um, and uh, so yeah I, those are a couple couple of thoughts I, I mm-hmm. want to pass on and, and make sure uh, that is communicated yeah. uh, we, we as elders will continue to work on this yeah and uh, and we're we're uh, trying to figure out what what's best, mm-hmm. what's what's best overall, and what's most loving overall. Right. Uh, <laughs> what Jesus wants for North Street. Right what now. Jesus wants for North Street Community Church. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, it's uh, and and again, there's lots of different opinions as to what that looks like, mm-hmm. and so we have to figure that out yeah. as we go along. And let's be gracious with each other as we around that journey <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah um we desire again uh to see the fruits of the spirit being uh lived out uh and so yeah we're just trusting that the spirit's at work mm-hmm. um there's a lot of things that we're trying to all figure out and uh so i had a. Uh, so this is kind of a uh Turn, sure. you could say. Maybe it's the funny. I don't know if it's funny. Comedic I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, comedic relief. I think it's funny. Uh, was it just yesterday we had a council meeting here at church, mm-hmm. at the church building? And uh, so a lot of times, so I think my son, my, my one son, mm-hmm. Conrad, thinks that like all I do is meetings. Yeah. Because he's like, like I'm like, oh, I got to go to my church office or I got to go to the church building to do this or that yeah and he's like oh you have a meeting blah 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 and yeah and he's it, it, it was kind of cute because he's like been kind of like i don't want you to go to a meeting i want you to stay home or whatever yeah and i do spend time at home so don't get the wrong impression <laughs> that i'm never at home yeah. i don't want to um you know I, i'm very fortunate that way yeah. um, but anyhow uh, so yesterday I was like saying goodbye to them because, uh, and I, you know, I was saying goodbye to each one of them separately right. saying, Hey, I, you know, sleep good tonight. Make yeah. sure you're not too bad for mom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and cause they're, you know, it's like their bedtime they'll, they'll probably be in bed by the time I get home. Yeah. More than likely. And, uh, so I always, you know, do the good night thing. And, uh. And I was, I was telling Conrad, I said, you know, sleep good tonight. And he's like, he's like, so you're going to the meeting to sleep or something like that? (laughs) He thought I was going to come in here and I was going to just sleep here. And I was like, well, maybe, (laughs) maybe I'll sleep through the meeting. (laughs) And, uh. It's just one of those. Yeah, yeah. Was, he's just being funny, but <laughs> yeah, um, it's fun. it, it was kind of. It was just. It kind of cracked me up. Yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. Just about for a while. Just about any time I would leave the house, I like you go to church. He said, "You go to church." <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I do some other things sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So visiting different people and things like that. It's it's an interesting. Uh, yeah, what a child's perspective is right. on your your life, and it kind of keeps you in check sometimes. Yeah, it's absolutely. good to, it's good to engage them. Uh, I think because yeah. it kind of helps to helps me to understand what their perspective is right. and it's like right um you know this morning 
my oldest son, he had to do some schoolwork, mm-hmm. and he started, he's complaining, you know, like, I don't want to do the schoolwork, yeah. like, uh, he wants to be outside playing, mm-hmm. you know, which I totally understand, yeah. you know, but I kind of tried to tell him, well, you know, I have to go to work too, I can't mm-hmm. just go outside all the time, um, in the nice weather, right. and, uh, and I, I have to do things too, so it kind of helped me. Yeah, I think it helped him maybe a little bit to yeah. relate, and then it's good to see those perspectives and buckle down and do yeah. the work, and you know. I mean, on the flip side, sometimes like I, I heard this once on I don't know Family Life or something. That, um, it's kind of one of my fears. Like I don't want that happen to my kids. Is he was uh, one night going getting ready to leave, and this son's like, "Why do you, um, why do you have to leave?" He's like, "You know, son." He said, "Well, I gotta go." Uh, it was for a youth thing. He's like, I gotta go and and tell some youth about about Jesus and help mm-hmm. them walk with him. And he said, Okay, well that's cool. Do you think sometime you could stay home and tell me about Jesus? And oh wow! Him? And uh, ouch. So it's just yeah, definitely. It's like man, am I doing that on my own <laughs> with my kids? Because yeah, it's so easy to do that. Like go and do mm-hmm. for other people that. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> that's one of those hard things with pastor being a pastor in the context of mm-hmm. how we do things, you know, in America or here. Yeah. Um, that we always have to keep a check on. Right. You know, is does it just become a job? Yeah. Does it does it just become something where oh I'm gonna go tell the world about Jesus, but not minister to my own family? Yeah. Um, and trying to again. Talk about tension. It's a both and, you yeah. know. It's not one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we're called to do both, mm-hmm. and 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 there's a tension there. Sometimes you feel the pull right. um, towards different responsibilities, and uh, and that's just a kind of the reality we live in. And you know, even if you're working, say, a different a job just to make money, mm-hmm. um, and that's your ministry. Yeah, it is. But, you know, we, we kind of split it up as yeah. not as much. I, I right. don't know why we do that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, but we, you know, there's this thinking, you know, even if you're working, a diff, like, say, on the farm or, say, you know, at a hardware store or, or say, you know, at a gas well mm-hmm. or driving truck, there's that tension. You're spending time away from your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to do it in some sense to support your family. and. Right. I, I think about that with my dad a lot. My dad, um, when he was living, you know, when I was really young, um, I he wasn't around very much mm-hmm. at home. Uh, but we were also very, very poor. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can resent that mm-hmm. and say, oh, I wish dad would have been around more. Mm-hmm. Um, or I can say, you know what? He did his best to put food on the table. Right. And he did. And um, the, those were hard times, mm-hmm. but... Um, but at the same time, there's there's that tension, you know. And I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure he wanted to be at home more with yeah. the children, with us children, uh, during that time. But you know, there are different things that you really urgent priorities you could say are higher priorities, like survival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that you know, sometimes we have to think about and live in that tension. So, so this this week I also learned. Um, there's another offshoot. This is getting getting long, maybe. Hopefully we don't go bore you guys too much with this <laughs> podcast. But I learned that one of the Hebrew words for hope, 
is uh, has to do with tension. Yeah. And when you think about hope in that way, um, living in hope is living in tension. Yeah. We're we're hoping, uh, our hope is in Jesus yeah. uh, and the work that He will complete. Yeah. Uh, on bringing His kingdom. Yeah. You know, uh, and so we live in that tension of the yeah. already not yet. Yeah. Uh, we're already part of His kingdom, mm. and His kingdom has not come fully. You yeah. can say, and so. Um, living in that tension yeah and I, I think a lot of psalmists a lot of people in the bible like express that like reading in job he was like saying i know my redeemer lives and he's like i yearn for him like to see him yeah. like i know he's coming he stands and i'm just waiting for it and uh yeah just desiring to be in the presence of the mm-hmm. lord like that we have that hope we know it's coming and just yearning for it <laughs> it's yeah. not here yet that, that tension that, and, and especially like the hunger and thirst for righteousness like you see everything around it and it's not at all like it should be like the world is a yeah. mess and broken and yet you're longing for that things mm-hmm. to be set right and just in that hope so yeah. if there was no hope then you would just yeah give over to despair and there'd be no tension yeah <laughs> but yeah there's that tension with that hope yeah like that. and our hope is in jesus yeah. it's not in uh all these other things yeah. And or even the good things he brings it's in right. him himself yeah exactly yeah. and i think one one thing i learned through thinking about that is kind of this thing of like don't give up you know like like there might be a situation that you feel like is hopeless mm-hmm. but in jesus there's always hope right. so even if you might feel like you're whatever you're working at like oh this is all in vain this isn't gonna amount to a hill of beans right you know right in in the world or whatever um that we can continue our work Mm -hmm. diligently knowing that our hope is in jesus and he's gonna make it into something beautiful and that we we have no idea about maybe we can't see it but we have that hope that um and we're trusting in in god to complete that Mm -hmm. so so Keep at it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I hope this has been encouraging. I don't know if you have any. Yeah. No. Just paying uh, tough. Keep hanging <laughs> in there, seeking Jesus. Yeah. And like I said, uh, those of you listening, I think a lot of you guys know how to get a hold of me um, or Keegan. Um, please reach out um, if you would like to be involved in something, or if you'd like to host a small group, mm-hmm. those types of things. We want to help you guys in whatever way we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope you can be encouraged. I hope that this podcast can be encouraging. I hope that uh, you guys can um, continue to put your hope in Jesus mm-hmm. and um, and that we can together work work at this. So um, y- there are things to be done. There mm-hmm. are, um, yeah, there's, it continues on. So, so keep at it. Um, I'm going to read this from Jude to finish up, and this will be kind of our parting prayer slash benediction, I guess you could say. Um, I've been in, because I've I've just been, just so you know, Keegan, I have been enjoying these conversations that we have here and there. So, and hopefully next time we'll have a a guest on the the podcast. Uh, But I want to just, this is out of Jude. Um, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless 
before the presence of his glory with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed it. And uh, until next time, we'll see ya. <laughs> Bye.